This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Hey, senior. Hey, dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Hey, what's the guy's first name again? Old Radigan? Ratcliffe? Oh, Ratliff? Ratliff? Yeah. What's what his him? first name? John? John? I think it is, yeah. Is it know, John? Now I have to go find the audio of the song about the great Radigan from the great Mouse Detective cartoon ah, of my youth. An American yeah. classic. John Ratcliffe. John Ratcliffe. And he's the general manager because? John Ratcliffe and the Night Sweats. No, that's Nathan, Nathan Ratcliffe. <laughs> he's the new director of national intelligence, or will be, nominated by the president. You may remember that name. He stood out at the hearings last week. You know what my favorite headline is so far today? Huh. Man bit by shark goes to bar instead of hospital. That's my favorite headline so far today. He's got a cool story to tell the chicks. That's exactly what he was thinking. You know that's what he's thinking. If it's not life-threatening, you're thinking, I'm going straight to the bar with this story. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. Dude, let me buy you a drink. All right. I am one edgy, cool, tough guy is what I am. Yeah, I fought him. He was uh, biting on me, so I punched him right in the face. I'm okay. He swam away, and I yelled after him, Get back here, you baby. There's more of that. But, you know, he swam away. I lost a little blood, but I'm going to replace it with Grey Goose. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. <laughs> Pain doesn't hurt me. No, it certainly doesn't. I, uh... Oh, man. I can't, uh... I can't possibly complain about this every day and every week, can I? But, uh... Uh, like I was trying, I, I I watched less of my Sunday talk shows yesterday than I've ever watched in the last twenty five years of my life. <laughs> I just yeah. thought I just I know. just the, the, I don't know what to do now. I don't even know what to do. I need alternate news sources or something. Maybe that's why you listen to us. I don't know, but you, 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 you dang straight. That's why. Uh huh. We're not the shiny object mono story little watched and listened to honestly mainstream uh, media right yeah that that's the thing to remember is that most people aren't paying attention but uh, it, i used to think i used to think uh, more highly of people that you know followed the news read newspapers watched the evening news mm-hmm. i think that generally used to be true well, um, yeah, it was a different that, era. People that did that sort of thing were more, more plugged in and connected and, and you know, more informed, a little smarter and everything like that. That's not true anymore. Somebody who follows the news regularly, you're, you're probably less informed and kind of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a lot of cases. It's just, it's so monochromatic and ideological and... Just misleading. And you're one misinformed. story all the time. Right. One story... All day, every day. Yeah. Well, the desperate, desperate denizens of cable news have decided that it, constantly flogging the president, whose name I don't recall. I, I like don't want to say it. I don't, fellow. I don't want to hear it. Uh, right. Just constantly flogging the latest micro-controversy is the way, way to go. And what's amazing about it, if you don't follow the news for a profession, and, and if you're considering it, stop. It'll make you crazy. So don't do that. Do anything else. You know, sell loose beers to school school children. I don't know. Sell loose beers 
I don't this to is underage. Any, anything but this. <laughs> don't you don't want to do this for a living, kids? Uh, but you, you don't. So understand. beers out of your trunk at a crosswalk. Morning, two like blocks today. from the high school. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep them cold. I mean, be ethical. Um, but you can't believe how monochromatic the news is. It's just always the same thing, day after day. The same outraged tones. The same guests who are spitting anger, then on the verge of tears. And the same claims and assumptions just over and over again. Blah, blah, blah. suppose I will get to this. The first polls are now out, and uh, polls shows little effect from the hearings. <laughs> right. Is that surprising to anyone? That nobody really changed their minds. I mean, that's what we predicted, but that doesn't make us geniuses because that's obviously what was going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. But it is worth, you know, taking taking a snapshot of that. Look at the attention. That's a five-ton elephant. Look at the effect. A cute little mouse. And just, you know, let's not get wrapped up in this stuff and let it make us crazy. Mm. And, and And I would say this. Because I'm a middle child, I bring people together. Don't make this stuff. Let you, don't make it. Don't let it take. Can I have a second take, Michael? <laughs> don't let this stuff make you hate your neighbors, our fellow Americans. One nation under God, Jack, indivisible. Don't be divised. Surfer bitten by shark goes to bar instead of hospital. You know, alcohol is a blood thinner, Jack. I hope he at least, uh, you know, stemmed the bleeding before he began. Put some imbibing. pressure on it in some way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Florida man. Hmm. Uh, Frank O'Rourke, 23. There you go. That's right. Went to the, the bar uh, and yeah. showed people where the shark attacked him. Shark came out of the water and grabbed me by my arm. Listen, you scaly son of a bitch. I said before I bunched him right in his snoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And lots of people start buying him drinks, as you would expect. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. With uh, amusing novelty names, I'm sure. Entertaining drinks. Blue Hawaii and the shark attack and the whatever. That's <laughs> yeah, five different liquors and a little Coke and little cherry yeah. juice. Let's, <laughs> introdu- <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flip toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Mom, Dad, I just bought the fancy house next door. I'm moving out, said the 16-year-old kid that won $3 million in a Fortnite tournament. Yep. 16 years old? Yeah, yep, won $3 million. I just well, thought, that's you know, nothing. He's a punk. I got a six-year-old Korean makes eight mil a year. <laughs> I'm just thinking at 16, if somebody handed me $3 million, how bad my life would probably go and the Jeez. stupid decisions I would make. I do not want my kids to hear about that. That that gave every kid out there who plays video games yeah. all the time such ammunition to, you know, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not I'm yeah. practicing to be really good. I mean, good win. luck parenting that kid at this point. And it's as right. likely as uh, as becoming a you know an NBA basketball player. Sure, yeah, pro- quite possibly more likely. I don't know statistically. Um, well, so. there's part of me that thinks it's healthy to want to go out there and earn it and win it, even as opposed to having Bernie Sanders give it to you. Although I will admit that is a dumb, dumb life plan. 
There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. I must ask you this, Sean, before you get to whatever you're going to say. Would playing Fortnite, is that a hand-to-eye coordination? Is that a strategy game? I don't have the slightest idea. Uh, much more hand-eye. There is certainly strategy elements to it. You kind of have to know the game you're playing in to make the right decisions in real time. But there's no reason you couldn't win at 13 or 73. It's, uh... Uh, well, no, it, it tends to be a young man's game. There's mm. there's some, I, I don't know why, maybe it's just lifestyle sort of things, but a Tournaments are, it's like tennis. By the time you get to 23, 24, you're probably starting to get aged out. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I have no concept of what that means, and I'm not willing to sit around and figure out why. I do feel like a part of it was, uh, at least in the early stages, the the highest ranks professional levels. It was good money for, uh, you know, an 18 year old, but not necessarily good money Mm -hmm. for somebody beyond that who's looking to, to kind of, you know, Make well, lifestyle changes. And not like only that. that, but I remember being fixated on something for hours and hours at a time as a youngster in a way that just, I don't know, do you lose the capacity to do that or do you just lose the, you know, your availability as I, an adult? I think you uh, might it might be similar to why almost no, uh, past a certain age, almost nobody reads novels. I think there's just a I don't have time for this aspect of life. Maybe I didn't maybe know that, that fits it. Is that right? Oh yeah, huh. people stop reading fiction at a certain age, huh? Um, and just can't do it. Yeah. And, and and I think there might be a certain I just I, I don't have time for this. But that all that was before there were three million dollar tournaments you could win doing mm-hmm. it. So how does that change that, the that equation? I don't that know. Would, that that could yeah. be different. Yeah, interesting. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm very good. It was very hot where I was over the weekend, so I put on my bathing costume. Uh-huh. I got fueled by the grade. There you go. And yes. dashed through the sprinklers out in front of my cousin's house. Fought a shark. Dashed. Dashed. <laughs> in your bathing costume, in I say. My bathing How costume. Delightful. A man who has yet to do more than two push-ups. Dashed through the sprinklers indeed people were honking their horns <laughs> cheering and waving it was quite the community oh, I event we, i wish we had video of that, that well was, a... we got some video but i don't know how it turned out i need to preview it okay yeah. wow yeah. Well, do you have to have the film developed first or what for some reason i expect so it to when's be your a... court date marshall <laughs> for some reason i expect it to be a black and white and that doesn't make any sense <laughs> Like a flip book. It doesn't work that way. I mean, black and white is going to be running really fast. Stereo optical. Right. Doing some toe touches. Right. Exactly. With a piano player. That's it. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, July 29th, year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Let's begin running through the sprinklers of the daily spouting of garbage. Whatever. All right, let's begin officially now. According to FCC rules, or oh, hey, oh, here, here it is. Sorry, this one's even better. Let's begin punching the shark of untruth. Wow. Precisely according to FCC rules and regs. At Mark, I've always liked American wines better than French wines, even though I don't drink wine. Well, I think that's French winemakers are out reacting with outrage to the blah blah blah. <laughs> Punching nah. the banal. That's what we need to do. Good yes. God. Oh, I know it. So what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Uh, another stupid, angry coward. This one attacking a legendary California festival. We'll get into that. Full speed ahead on the border wall. And congrats. Americans are now sitting more than ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah, that border wall money that came across yep. on Friday, that that court ruling, that's that could yep. be a really big deal. Build the wall. I don't think build it, the, and make the Pentagon pay for it. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that has sunk in yet yeah. that that this has happened. 
Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. We have some finely tuned sarcasm aimed at Hollywood and your weekly shower thoughts. And some new poll numbers on a couple of different things that, that won't surprise you. Getting back to the way normal people live their lives versus the cable media. Right? Good God. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. come as close to dying 25 minutes ago as I've ever come in my life. Wow. From some guy that uh, changed two lanes with no blinker at a great rate of speed. Oof. Risking everyone's life as he uh, was in a hurry. Looked to be a contractor of some sort. My experience is about 9 out of 10 contractors are complete losers. Um, and other con- uh, contractor friends I have in the business that are successful would say exactly the same thing. Right. It's like the, what is it, quarter to a third of cops shouldn't be cops, according to cops? Yeah. Yeah, ask a contractor about contractors. Ask, ask a successful contractor about other contractors. The, anyway, uh, the was, contractor who, who I'm dealing with, who's doing a one-day job and has put it off for six weeks, seems to be perfectly reliable. Is <laughs> a guy in a truck with uh, ladders and paintbrushes just... Flying across traffic with a I'm late look on his face, no blink, blinker and everything like that. I'm on a motorcycle. If I hadn't been paying attention in the way you have to on a motorcycle, I yeah. would have absolutely died. Yeah. Absolutely would have died. It ought to, the one thing, I don't like uh, any self-driving car stuff. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm dreading it. I don't want the government keeping track. But I, I wish there'd be a way to tell if you, if you ever hit somebody and you didn't use your blinker. That should be manslaughter or something. That's, a, that's an active move to hurt people when you choose not to use your blinker when you switch lanes. Well, it's so obviously reckless, which is the word involved, uh, you know, legally speaking, that, yeah, bring we, the hammer down on people. We can all Fine. make mistakes where you, you go to change lanes and, whoa, somebody honks horn. you did Where'd they come from? Everybody can make that mistake, but there's no reason to not use your blinker. Right. No excuse for that. Right. That should be a high penalty. Right. I say bring back the cane. The cane? The cane. Canings. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Barbaric. And you'd get to do it if you'd like. Wow, it, it would be an option. He was the victim. He's a very large Presuming gentleman. you're not dead in this. <laughs> well, that's fine. The authorities would hold him fast, and you'd uh, lay the cane to him. Mailbag. <laughs> Your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Shout out, Rich. How's it going? There's probably a correlation between how poorly a job pays and how many inspirational quotes are found around the workplace. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, That or other. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a reason those posters are up there. I mean, if everybody's gung-ho already, you don't need them. We had a bunch of those fake those for a while. Yeah, the uh, uh, Despair Incorporated, or what's the name of that company puts those out? Hilarious. They had. They look the same. It's an ocean or a, Right, exactly. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. A herd of elephants or something, and then a stupid quote under it. Um, Discouraging any, quote. Yeah. Has anybody ever done a PhD paper on whether those things do anything at all? A lot of workplaces have them. Do they have any positive effect? I don't know. I like the message, like, as you come out of the tunnel onto the college football field. I think those things are pretty good psych-ups, but... Uh, you know, live your principles and principally live. I mean, on the, your office wall or whatever. No, no. 
<laughs> here's another one for you. The Internet has gotten dumber over time because it took stupid people longer to figure out how to use it. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that, but I found that amusing. Uh, smoking kills you, but the actual act of smoking is very healthy. Leave a stressful environment, go outside for five minutes, and take deep breaths. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a good one. Uh, parents, dads in particular, I'm guessing. Uh, you'll love this one. No one actually teaches you how to ride a bicycle. They just hype you up until you work it out. Wow, that's true. That's true. It, you <clears throat> know, watching somebody learn how to ride a bicycle, if you have an appreciation for neurological science, is one of the most astounding examples of people burning neurological pathways in the blink of an eye, learning to balance atop something that's wobbling so you don't crash and hurt yourself. It, it occurs very, very quickly. Also, the key to uh, confidence, just having confidence. You have confidence you can do something, you right. can do it. Yeah, yeah. And the interesting part of riding a bike, especially at first, is the faster you go, the easier it is. Mm-hmm. But then the faster you go, the more it hurts to crash. But it's, it's a lesson in life. One we must protect our children from at all costs, which is why we're advocating the end of childhood bike riding, because it's too dangerous. <laughs> children get hurt. I just oh, had flashbacks of uh, my... Sorry. Marshall's News next. Armstrong and Getty. David Spade's got a new show coming out on TV that is going to be unique in this era, politically speaking. Okay. More on that later. How about the news now with Marsha Phillips? Well, another stupid, angry coward strikes. Four people confirmed dead, including the suspect in Northern California, after a shooting at the Gilroy Garlic Festival. Police uh, Chief Scott Smithy says at least 15 people were injured during yesterday's attack and that his officers engaged and killed the shooter in less than a minute. And the chief is saying they are looking for another possible suspect. Well, salute to the cops who engaged so quickly, went toward the danger, protected the citizens. Way to go. Yep. Big win for President Trump. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled the Trump administration can go ahead and use Pentagon funds to replace sections of a hundred miles of border wall with Mexico. The court voting five to four to lift freeze on the money that had been put in place by a lower court. The ruling opposed by the court's four liberals means work, though, can begin on four contracts awarded by the administration. That's about uh, worth about four and a half billion dollars in uh, Department of Defense funding. And, and you said to replace sections or what was that sentence again replace sections of 100 miles of border wall add to it as well this may be the story with the most blatant and an obvious easy to understand disingenuousness in the media over the last quite a few years the whole has trump built more wall fact check i see all the right. time and all the lefty media says no indeed there's not a single mile of additional barrier. And in many cases, the flimsy, like, chain-link fence that 11-year-olds clamber over like it's not even there have been replaced by big, nasty barriers right. that people can't get past. Well, fact check! That kind of is building wall. But, you know, good luck finding the truth. And then you combine that with the fact that almost everybody, including Nancy Pelosi, voted to for walls in the first place. Right. And then oh, it yeah. turned into a... Forever. 
<laughs> then it turned into a nobody would ever build a wall. I'm sure we have many like people in San Francisco and Manhattan that that don't believe we have any borders on the on the on the don't have any walls on the border, right? Based on the news coverage, because right. we're not the sort of country that would build a wall. We built lots of walls, build anyway, bridges, not walls. So the Supreme if you Court- come to a river, build yeah. a bridge. If you need to keep someone out, build a wall. That's how that works. So, uh, how much money they got to spend on four and a half billion? Four and a half billion. That's yep. a lot. So we got this text, and this is interesting. We now have five or six reasonable people on the highest court in the land. The Supreme Court decision is exactly why people like me, who dislike Trump as a person, voted for him. And he will be able to hammer a couple decisions like that when he's campaigning. I get that completely. Sure. And, you know, back to the whole build the wall, has it been built, fact track, the rest of it. Trump is constantly hyping things so much, you can't take his claims terribly seriously either on some stuff. So you, know, you got to dig for it in the defense of the poor, poor news consumer. We also got this text. Jack, your voice doesn't sound as rat-a-tat-tat as usual. That's nice. You've mellowed it. Very good. Maybe it was because I was almost killed on my motorcycle this morning. Maybe it's mellowed my voice somehow. Or it's those voice lessons you've been taking. After all the sound and fury, a new ABC News Ipsos poll has been released, and it shows that after the Robert Mueller testimony, nearly half of the people asked told the pollsters it did not change their opinion at all. Well, okay, nearly half. Now, wait a minute. Well, here's the most interesting part, and this is exactly what I predicted. The people who were already leaning that way are even more certain, Uh and the people that were leaning against are even more certain, which is exactly what I thought would happen. Right. Correct. So the only thing it did was it took that quarter on each side, impeach or don't impeach, so you got the half that, I don't know. Then you got another quarter that are very, they, they even got further into their ditches. Right. Which is what we're doing as a country take, on every issue. I take your question. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, they are not backing down. Thousands turned out to the streets again over the weekend, starting the eighth consecutive weekend of mass protests. And now China's top government office that deals with Hong Kong has come out strongly in support of Hong Kong's government and police while condemning the protesters, calling them radical elements committing evil and criminal acts. And when when asked if... That's what they say right before they come out with lead pipes and start beating on you. Yeah. And when asked if China would consider military intervention in Hong Kong, reporters were referred to a section of the territory's basic law which says the army will not interfere unless requested by the Hong Kong government in the maintenance of, quote, public order. Yeah, their Hong Kong government, which they appointed. So uh, I have an account by a journalist who lives and works there in Hong Kong. I can share some of it with you in a bit. But uh, he says, essentially, he has seen this sort of thing unfold before. He is absolutely certain there is going to be slaughter. There's going to be terrible violence, mass jailings, people disappeared, etc. He says it's inevitable. It's the old... uh, you know, unstoppable force and unmovable object thing unfolding. And he he believes there's no chance of some sort of diffusion of tensions. And, and you know, I don't know what to root for, because the only, really, the only diffusion of tensions that's possible right. is the people of Hong Kong submitting to the tyranny right. of, the, of the Chinese communists. And I don't see that happening very easily. 
All right, my friends, we all pretty much agree doing some exercise is better than doing nothing, but it really seems that Americans just don't care. University of Iowa researchers looked at the latest data collected on adults, and they found people didn't really change how much physical activity they did between 2007 and 2016. Results were pretty stagnant. The hmm, number 2007 of, and 2016. Yep. Hmm. Yep. The number of people who said they engaged in the recommended 150 minutes of exercise each week pretty much remained the same over the years, but. The number of people who reported sitting for over six hours a day and also not doing any physical activity increased by nearly 20%. Huh. Now, that whole recommended 150 minutes thing, its a, there's no question it's good for you. Yeah. you know, 20 minutes, just, over 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Ex- seven days a week. Well, nobody's going to do that, though. I mean, it's like, you know, 40 minutes, three and a half times a week. Um but then you hear the studies that say, listen, just get up and move 10 minutes right. a day. Break a sweat, you know, a few times a week, and it has most of the good effects. So that 150 minutes, what is that? Who is that? Who's recommending that? And My again, parents have been doing that since the late 70s, early 80s. That's good. Every night going out and walking a couple of miles. That's good. They've been doing that forever, no matter the weather. Mm. And uh, I think that probably has a lot to do with their, their health at their age. That's great. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. It's a, it's one of those habits, man, if you could get in that habit. And I was in that habit when I lived with them because uh, it was just something the family would do at night after dinner. We'd go our walk our couple miles and talk oh. and stuff. It's a good family thing to do. Yeah. Jack's dad is in remarkable shape. He's actually he's almost 80 and, and with the Dallas Cowboys now. Just special <laughs> just special teams. Yeah. Long snapper. Not a lot but, of running. But. Right. Right. Still admirable. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, uh, uh, oh, I just saw they had a video up on the TV. I don't know what town this was, but uh, somebody who stole the money out of the tip jar at a bar restaurant thing. Oh, and they yeah. got video cameras in there. So they oh, got the yeah. guy just as plain as day. His, how'd you like to be that dude? Full color. Who probably has, or maybe he doesn't. Maybe all his friends know he's a scumbag. But maybe he has a decent reputation among certain people. And there he is, just as plain as can be. You're the kind of guy who walks up and steals the 23-year-old's tips. Well, and it looked like there was so like you're gonna, $11 in so there. So you're going to spend that 15 bucks on what there, wise guy? Yeah. Jeez, that's a weak act. Oh, yeah. That I've is guys so like that. weak. There are a lot of things I'd rather be caught doing or be known for than that. Stealing $50 $15 from a 23-year-old waitress. Sure. Oh, or a that staff is weak. of waiters and waitresses. Oh, right. uh, they got to split it. Oh. They're going to take home four fifty each at the end that of the night. That is so weak. Yeah. On the other hand, this is strong. Shout out, kudos, love to whomever altered the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood sign there in Hollywood and, uh, and put Jeffrey Epstein and Roman Polanski's faces and names on it. And changed it to Once Upon a Time in Pedo Wood. I salute you. Well done. Although they could have had a lot of names and faces up there that aren't quite that famous. Who's that one director who, um, he's got a penchant for teenage boys. He's he's directed a bunch of big hits. Come on, Sean. You know this. He, That's uh, rough. Didn't, he did one of the big Spidey movies. Uh yeah, I I don't want to say the wrong name. Uh, mm. There's a lot of direct. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Probably best to, to. But you know, whatever name is said, I want you to say it, Sean, if you don't mind. Uh, because when the legal action comes, it'll. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll say no. Uh, I wasn't going to say yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's on. Brian. Singer. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, yeah, that could be. He's just a Brian Singer in a rock and roll band. Yeah, we don't want to be throwing around names. That's, I've heard that story, and it's irresponsible. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to be very careful these days. But anyway, nice job on the billboard. Did you see that thing? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Needs to be more of that. Yeah, because there are so many casting directors and directors and, and agents and whomever have been preying on kids in Hollywood for years. So, And once a year during the Oscars, they lecture us on how we all ought to live. Lovely. Another record high close for stocks on Friday. Yep. And the analyst in USA Today says there's room to climb. No reason this is going to end anytime soon. Oh, boy. Get I've it. heard that before. Get in and get in big. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> uh, we got a lot on the way. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Follow up on a couple of things we've already mentioned. So stocks, uh, most of your indexes have set another record on Friday up. Yes, And uh, it is now the longest expansion in U.S. history. Um, and, and, and when I heard that Friday, I thought, now's the time to get out. I got to get out. I yes. got to put all my money in gold bars or whatever the heck I'm going to do. Bury them under the ground. Park it and wait for the inevitable crash. Yes. And then get back in again. Anything I miss out on another couple of weeks of expansion will be made up for when I've timed the market. Exactly. Because that can be done well. Yes. Ask any expert. Keep your ear to the ground. (laughs) You'll know when it's time. Timing the market is something that just, if you're paying any attention at all, it's pretty easy to do. I'm being being sarcastic. The pros try to oversimplify, try to complicate it rather, Jack. I'm being sarcastic. You, if you just don't know wait that. till a minute before the market's going to go down. You sell, and then right about a minute before it starts going up again, you start buying. It's not rocket science. Anyway, this guy in the USA Today he says a lot of people are writing eulogies for the market because of the the length. He said um, uh, expansions don't die of a, a certain age; they die of economic conditions, which of course makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. And he said, the world economy, what it is currently, there's no reason to think it's going to drop anytime soon. Of course, you know, if he was as much expert as he claims to be in this column, he would have so many billions of dollars, he wouldn't know what to do with them. Right? I always wonder that about uh, prognosticators. And, and then you got the guy who calls doom every single day of his life and like a stopped clock. They are occasionally correct, and then make a reputation, and put well, out five books, and there's go a, on the cable news. There's a lot of people that 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 spend their life studying this that don't have more money than I have, <laughs> and I, and right. I don't spend my life thinking about it. So right. It's kind of like, you know, all the the former coaches and players making their predictions for the NFL season. Mm-hmm. They don't end up much better off than 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 anybody else, really. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm not saying that there's nothing to learn about it, but, um. What was the other thing I wanted to follow up on? It was important. Oh, so th- these this is the breakdown of the uh, the polling on the Mueller thing, and this this is exactly what I thought would happen. Um, so about half say it made no difference. A quarter said they were more likely 
to support impeachment after the hearings, and a yes. quarter said they were less likely to right. support it after the impeachment. Who's with me? <laughs> and I guess, I'm guessing they were already in those camps to start with. Oh, so yeah. It just, so it just made people more of what they already were, with half of people saying it didn't make any difference to me whatsoever. Did they ask if anybody crossed from Protocon or vice versa? I mean, uh, well, I can't believe there would be many people. I mean, you would have had to be be so close. You would have had to be like 51% yes for that nothing burger to nudge you to 49% yes. Right, exactly. Right. Or you'd have had to be, I'm about 49% no, I'm I'm barely with Trump. And then after that hearing, I'm barely against him. (laughs) I mean... How many people does that describe? So David Spade, who I really like and I've always found hilarious, and he kind of invented snark in that he did this segment on Saturday Night Live way back in early 90s. Is that when it was? Um, uh, His Hollywood thing where he would say snarky things about actresses and actresses movies that was so shocking at the time. But now is it's what Twitter is. So he ruined the Internet. But he, well, he, he's really good at it. I mean, he got in early on the whole snark thing, and he's really good at it. But here's what is interesting about this talk show that he's going to have on Comedy Central. It's going to be a, you know, one of those kind of talk shows that everybody does. Um, he said, I am not going to bash Trump on my show. I don't want half the crowd tuning me out. Mm. So he's going opposite the model that is working so well for... Uh, Stephen Colbert, particularly, and also Jimmy Kimmel and others, just, you know what? I'm going to really serve the half of the country that really hates Trump. And just sheer delight over me bashing Trump will get me a, a, a share of my, a big share of my audience. Uh-huh. And while they're here, I'll try to be amusing as well. Well, I, I, I think David Spade will probably do okay with that plan. It's going to be one of those shows, Lights Out with David Spade. It'll have a monologue, guests, field pieces, discussion panels. Will mostly focus on pop culture and digital happenings rather than politics. Mm. Oh, this could really scratch me where I itch. Oh, yeah. This could end up being the one show I actually watch. Yeah. I just, I, well, I is hope. Is that going to be this, available? This some is. Website or. What is that? What is that <laughs> saying? You know, on Com- Comedy Central. Oh, I've uh, heard of it. And, you know, in the modern world, every channel's equal, really. Right. Just, and once uh, I, they're all on some website anyway. Once I program my DVR, it makes no difference what channel it's on. And that's why I'm going to watch DVR, come on, old man. Stream it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, that thing that your wishes being the father of your thoughts. It, it's true here. I'm wishing that he's on the cutting edge of this philosophy that people are just sick of this. And let's do pop culture and life and stuff like that. Yeah. And and reach a, a larger mass of people that just don't even want to hear a word about. They don't even want to hear the T word at the end of the day. Right. Or maybe the beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the middle of the day. Right. Or maybe dusk. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I have a small temptation to weigh into the overheated controversy du jour, just because, as usual, it's so obvious what roles everybody's playing. We've got to at as some everybody point. Everybody puts but... on their uniform and and psychs up. And then, like I was talking about, you know, running through the tunnel out onto the college football field. And you have that inspirational quote by Newt Rockney or whomever you get all fired up and you run out. Well, every, <laughs> everybody's doing that now. Over the the controversy du jour and 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 saying the right things and acting in the right ways and it's just so tiring. So yeah, I'm hoping David Spade has realized that he seems like a pretty instinctive guy, 
And so, you know, we've often said if we're sick and tired of stuff, we kind of assume a lot of you are getting sick and tired of it, too. So we shall see. We, we, we can talk about that later. We ought to pick one specific spot, talk about it, and then move on. Maybe we can do that or something. Oh, uh, sure. As opposed to uh, the rest of the world. Oh, oh it was God. astounding on the way in. It's all anybody was talking about. And, uh, and, and it's uh, of no impact to anybody's life. It will. You will, in one week's time, be able to ask America. You remember what that one was about? Describe that one to me. You get like 5% response rate. Yeah, I don't remember. It was a, 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 Trump said something mean and blah, blah. Six time for it. Six people injured on a British cruise ship bound for Norway when there was a mass brawl. You hate to be on a cruise. Oh, boy. And there's a mass brawl. Oh, boy. Involved a 43-year-old man, a 41-year-old woman at a black tie event. Large amounts of alcohol. Oh, boy. Um, Black tie? You got to bring a tux on the cruise? In your 40s, wearing a tux at a black tie event on a cruise, which weeds out a certain crowd because they're really expensive. And there still was a brawl because somebody showed up dressed as a clown. <laughs> the, the cruise line has denied that there was anyone aboard dressed as a clown, but that apparently is what started the fight. I brought a tux on this cruise. I packed it. You know how hard that is? And you're dressed as a clown. Let's go. Honk. <laughs> and you punch him right in his big red nose. And it's on. I thought maybe somebody had taken too many shrimps from the buffet. Hey, leave some for the rest of us. Armstrong and Getty.